Okay, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perik Beis, Pasuk Aleph, Perik Yud Beis, excuse me, Pasuk Aleph, we are marcha by Yom Hahu. So we saw in Perik Yud Aleph, Yeshayahu's beautiful prophecy about the coming of the Moshiach, his arrival, and today in Yud Beis, Yeshayahu is going to prophesy on what the reaction of B'nai Israel is going to be, what their tefillahs will be, what their words of hodah, with gratitude to the Kaddish Baruch And don't be fooled <coughs> by the fact that this parak, Yud Beis, is only six sukkim. Despite the brevity, there are some very deep, heavy concepts in there that have occupied our fortune for thousands of years and very fascinating themes, and we're going to explore some of them. So we say, And on that day, Yeshayahu says, when the Mashiach has come, we are going to say, or you are going to say, that my gratitude to you, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, because you have punished me, Yoshev Apra, you have now um, abated your anger and you are comforting me. That is a very strange concept. The concept is thanking Hashem for having been angry and inflicting suffering. Why? Because we are saying that suffering is necessary uh, to bring the nation to its highest level of greatness. In other words, without the punishment, without the suffering, you could not reach that status of greatness. It's a very difficult, impossible almost concept to um, buy into. In other words, that to be national greatness, there has to be punishment. And yet, it's not a strange concept. We see, for example, in um, Tehillim, Odecha we praise you because you have punished us, and you have been our salvation. You see it in Al-Hanissim, in, in Hanukkah, Al-Hanissim, uh, Al-Hanissim, the wars you have made. In other words, the wars have strengthened us. Um, it's almost a concept that that which doesn't destroy me um, strengthens me. Um, there more, there's a Tehillim, a fascinating Tehillim, Mizmor La'asaf, that lists terrible Inuyim that B'nai Israel went through. And the Mephoshim asked the question, why does it say Mizmor La'asaf? It should be Kino La'asaf, a lamentation. It is because, again, to achieve a national greatness, we have to first go through the suffering. And that's what he's saying in Pasuk Aleph. Um, now we go into the very familiar uh, sentences of Havdalah, of all things. Pasuk Beis. Hinei Yeshua Si, Evetach, Belo Evchad, Hinei, the 
God of my salvation, I will have faith in you, I will not fear. Because you have strengthened me, you have given me um, the opportunity to sing your praises. You have been my Yeshua. Um, fascinating. Since we're going to explore why Havdalah is part of this parak, in other words, why that became uh, part of our ritual, but says Hashem So is straight out of Oz but it doesn't say in Oz Hashem. The next word. Why? Why the absence of Hashem in Oz Yashir and the inclusion of the name of Hashem in Yeshayahu's prophecy of what B'nai Yisrael is going to thank the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Say the Mepharshim. That is the meaning of Oz Yashir. Then, we have a tradition as we learned with Amalek in Bishalach. It said, Yod, Yod al Kais Yod. We call the Kaddish Baruch Hu Yod. It's a shorthand. Why say the Mepharshim until Amalek is totally erased? We can't use the shame Hashem in, a, in that context. So that once here, the end of Mashiach, Amalek is gone forever, Oz Yashir, then we can put Hashem's name, etc., the full name of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, And that's why it's here and not in Oz Yashir. Continues. You will draw water with joy from the springs of salvation. Uh, the beauty of a Mayan, when you draw a Mayan from a, a well, it is that it's never-ending. There's always water, that it's a source of constant water. And a subtext of that is that we know Mayan is shorthand for Torah that this will usher in an era of Torah where men will understand secrets of the Torah that they have never quite contemplated or understood. It will be a new age, and they are thankful for that age of Torah. Um, similarly, Ezra, the Ezra, Zimra, and Yeshua, they're two different kinds of interpretation. Ezra is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, you, I'm sorry, Ezra, the individual, that is what he does to accomplish this. The individual does it himself. Yeshua is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu himself does it. Ezra and Yeshua. And you've combined both here in the on an interesting play of words, the two men, who have ever led, the only led B'nai Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael, are Yehoshua and Ezra. Yehoshua does it with the hand of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that is Yeshua. Ezra, when he brings it back, it is all Ezra. So that is the distinction, and it's a good shorthand way for remembering it. Pasuk Dalet. We are Martin by Yom Hahu, and you will say on that day, Hodu Lashem Kiru Bishmo, we will call on his name, Hodiu Bamim Alilosav, his Kiru Kinisgov Shemo, we will remember his praises, we will remember uh, the loftiness of his name. 
Zanu Lashem ki geus also sing to the Kaddish Baruch Hu because of his greatness. Modas zos b'cholars, let it be known throughout the land. Tzalu v'rinu yosheves tzion ki gadol b'kirbecha kadosh Yisrael. Sing it with joy, those who dwell in Zion, in Yerushalayim, because of the sanctity of Israel. So that is what Yeshayot is prophesying. He is prophesying in an end of days, which has not even occurred yet, exactly what B'nai Yisrael will say. So the question goes, why is Havdola, uh the remedy here, where we say Havdola, the same possible as the Hodah that B'nai Yisrael will give on that day to the Kaddish Baruch Hu? And that is the presence that Eliyahu plays in all of this. We know that the Mashiach will be announced by Eliyahu. Eliyahu is the harbinger, as it were, of the Mashiach. We know that the Gemara tells us that Eliyahu Hanavi will not come to announce Mashiach on Shabbos and on Arab Shabbos. So we have gone two days to Motzei Shabbos without a mention of Eliyahu and Meshichus, and we are hungering for that. And so that is why we invoke Eliyahu in the Havdalah, in absence of two days, to remind us the Haskara of the Mashiach, and that we are still, notwithstanding the delay, hopeful each day that we will see the fruition of this prophecy. Now, we go to your Gimel, which is marks a very drastic departure from all that we have seen before. Your Gimel starts a series of Nevios that Yeshayahu gives. We've seen his target audience is Israel, it's Yehuda, the ten tribes, the kings, the legislative system. Here his target is Bavel. He is going to launch on a series of Nevios to nations. It could be, as we're going to see, Ammon, Moab, later on, Ashur. But here he starts with Babel. And this is amazing because of the fact that when he gives this Nevoah, Babel and its ascendancy are far away. Babel isn't just 150 years later. Babel, forget it's not a, a superpower yet when he's making this Nevoah. It's a vassal state of Ashur, a small state. Babel will come into power as the greatest superpower of its era. It will viciously destroy Yerushalayim and the base Mikdash, and it will last just 70 years. Bavel reigns supreme 70 years, where then it is captured by Modai and Paras and subjugated, and you will never hear of it again. So this is what he is doing, and again, we say it's strange how he is speaking to Bavel when it really wasn't even in the public uh, perception at the time, and what he is saying to Bavel, naming who is going to destroy Bavel, and how the Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to engineer the whole thing. So we begin with Masa Bavel. Masa is a form of Nevios, like Chazon, Bayomar. 
And the Mephoshim tells us there are 10 forms of Nebiot, the descriptions. And the majority opinion is that Masa, meaning a burden, is the most intense. Masa Bavel, Asher Chaza Yishayahu Ben Amotz, which Yishayahu Ben Amotz foresaw. The question is, why name him Yishayahu Ben Amotz? Say the Mephoshim, precisely because this is so much in advance of Bavel even being in the world's consciousness that Bible critics have saying, Rav Schwab makes a point of this, have said that this couldn't be the same Yeshayahu. There's another Yeshayahu at the time of Koresh, at the time of Pares and Madai, and he is speaking contemporaneously, not in the future. To disprove this and to give the lie to this, it says Yeshayahu ben Amos. This is the Yeshayahu. There's only one. It's one and the same. And notwithstanding our uh, inability to comprehend how does he know this 150 years before Bavel is to be destroyed, it's the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So says Yeshayahu now. One more point that's really critical. In these prophecies, to the right, you can detect a different texture, a different composition. And what's remarkable, aside from its prescient ability to see into the future, is there is no tochacha to them, to Bavel. There's no call to tshuva. We're not asking anything from them, Yeshayahu. This is what's going to happen. There is no irrevocability. Uh, um, I'm sorry, there is no revocability. It is irrevocable. This is what will happen. The only exception to these Nebuos, and we're going to see later on in Amos, in Treosa, is Yonah. Yonah, the people of Ninveh, have an opportunity to do tshuva. Nowhere else in a prophecy to the nations, you're going to see the opportunity for tshuva or tochacha. This is just what's going to happen, period. There's nothing you can do. Says the Navi through the Kaddish Baruch Alhar Nishba, on the high mountains, Su'una, Harimu Kal, lift up, lift up banner, raise your voice, Nifu Yad, wave your hands, in other words, attract attention, Make a signal by your vote, and the people, and he's directing this to me, um, Motai, and Paras. Soon you will occupy the doorways of the greats of Bavel. You even notice from the mountains, there were no real mountains in Bavel, and so that uh, they were in Persia. So he's speaking directly to the Persians. Continues, Yishayo. And I say to those who sanctify me, and he's referring to the Persians. He is saying that you are going to be my utensil again. You are going to be my instrument of extracting vengeance from Bavel. Gam karasi gibure la ape olezu gabasi. I have summoned the great, your, your warriors, to take my anger and to ex- exalt uh, my name. Kol hamon bechartem zemus amrav, kol she'on imam lechusko yimnesafim ha'shem tzvaoz mafkeit tzvaoz milchamah. So you will gather a voice is calling out, come, 
Amra of this great nation, a voice of Mamlochus, gathered together, and Hashem says, Makate. In other words, Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to lead you. Kaddish Baruch Hu is your general here. Tzava Milchama. Everything will be done at the direction of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. They will come from the far lands. Hashem uchlizamo. Again, that expression. You are the utensils of the Kaddish Baruch Hu's anger. Lachabel kola ores to destroy the entire land. Hilulu ki korovyom Hashem kosher mishaday yavo. Kishot I am coming like um, an invading force. Al kain. Call your daim tirpeno. All their hands will turn weak. The cholebov enoshia mus, and all their hearts will melt. We're referring to bavel v'nivhalu. Notice in nivhalu pasuches there is a psik there, a stop. Moreover, nivhalu is what we call in cancellations when you read the melody. The ta'amim nivhalu is a shalshelis. A shalshelis means a chain. There are ten of them where you extend the note. I would sing it for you, but it would be not very productive. So the Nifhalu, for example, there are seven of them in the Chumash. Most famous is Yosef, when he's trying to avoid uh, Potiphar's wife's seductive advances. It says, and it drags out the Yemen showing an inner conflict, an inner hesitation. So there are seven of those shalshalises, and there are three in Navi. This is the first one. In other words, you, the Babylonians, Nivhalu, you are going to be so confused and so thrown off guard. You're not going to know what to say. You're going to just, the inner conflict, you're going to just drag out your expression. You won't be able to talk. The enemies and the uh, wounds, the destruction will grab you. And you will be as ill and as in pain as a woman giving birth. You will not even be able to comprehend what is happening. You to your neighbor. The fire will be on your face. The destruction will be total. And so it's a good place to end and we will resume the destruction of Bavel predicted 150 years before it happens with names provided. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow.